Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the New York Yankee Nation podcast brought to you by New York Sports Nation. Uh, this is the podcast for Yankee fans made by Yankee fans. Uh, we're here recording at 1230 on Wednesday, the day before opening day. It's getting excited. We're, what, 25 hours away from opening day and real meaningful baseball. I'm excited. I know Ryan and Brian are excited. So let's get to it with Ryan's weekly update of news. All right. Good to be back one more day. Uh, let's start out. We had we had a lot happen uh, the last week and a half or so of spring training. Uh, the first three or so weeks, it was like, oh, everything's going well. And then they just packed in all the big news, starting with the Britain injury uh, within the past week or two. So first big news is obviously going to be the injury to Luke Voigt. He has a partial meniscus tear, and they said he is going to be out until about June or maybe a sooner return. That's what Brian Cashman said when he did a, a, a press conference. Um, uh, that since that's big news, I want to get I want to get everyone else's take on this as well. Uh, obviously, not not good news, but. <laughs> But, not uh, good uh, what news. Do you guys think? Yeah, not good news, but extremely well timed for Jay Bruce. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, you know, it's a it's a, it's a shame. We knew he was struggling with with uh, you know last year it was the foot, this year it's it's the knee, um, and uh, you know we we wish we want Luke to have a speedy recovery. Uh, menis partial meniscus tears aren't aren't my history. Again, I had one way back when, but. Um, but the idea is it's 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 a it's a repairable. Um, he's got exercise. He's got to basically go to go. The rehab is going to be the biggest part for him to to make sure that that gets that gets going. But um, yeah, Jay Bruce is the beneficiary. He's now become the starting first baseman for for the Yankees uh, to start the season. And uh, I think it was kind of interesting that he you know had opted out. He 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 went to the Yankees and opted out, and then sat home for a day or two until this decision happened. And then, uh, and then came back, and uh, it was great to hear him talk about how extremely excited he was to, to be back. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's next man up, and we just happen to have. Uh, I'm glad Jay's the guy we can go to, and that does that make DJ the backup first baseman? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think it was kind of not well timed, but like this is when you would want this kind of injury to happen, and not like in September where he's going to miss the playoffs. I think this kind of is like perfectly time for Jay Bruce to get his action because he was playing well in spring training. And, you know, we he's a professional hitter and it would be good to see him in the majors. And especially if he's going to be on the Yankees. I know Brian, you're always bringing up the lefty bat and he kind of just fits right in there. Yes. So I think, I think he brings power from the left side and that's kind of great. Yeah. DJ is going to have to be the, backup first baseman but I think he was already going to be the backup first baseman because it seemed like Jay Bruce wasn't going to be making the team they were going to go with Topman so also it's a partial tear which is kind of good which means it's not going to take him six months to get back and right. he's not I think he's having surgery yeah I think and he had it I'm not sure if he did yeah it he did was. Yeah, yeah right. so he's he's already he should be on the road back to recovery and that's that's a good that's a good sign. We'll get we'll get a healthy yeah. Jay Bruce down the stretch. Yeah, and uh obviously uh the next bit of news that I had was something that we hinted at already was um Jay Bruce, Mike uh Talkman and Tyler Wade also well, they, they all made the team. Uh those were uh so Jay Bruce, he was not going to make it. Like I, I thought, I thought a week or two ago that he was going to make it because of what mm -hmm. Jack Curry had been hinting at. He said he basically said that you could think of him as a lock for the roster. But uh, Brian Cashman came out the other day that, um, and, and in his, his press conference that he usually does every year, but at the end of spring training before the regular season starts, he came out and said that. Uh, 
Talkman was always going to make this team. So it would Bruce didn't have a spot before <laughs> he wasn't going to have yeah. a spot before. He was basically trying out for other teams until the Luke Voigt injury happens. And um, Cashman straight up said that, uh, yeah, the Luke Voigt injury is the reason that Jay Bruce is on this team right now. Yeah. Um, Jay, uh, Jay Bruce, I said it before, I would take him over uh, what Mike Ford did last year. I'll, yeah. I'll take I'll take the chance on that. I mean, I don't know how long he'll be here for because when uh, when Luke Boyd comes back, he might not be he might not stay on the team, but uh, we'll see. Uh, maybe he could. Maybe there's room for him to like play some outfield or something like that. But I mean, that's that's a way ways away, about a month or two away from from now. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, and I, then obviously Talkman and Wade are the two that took up those final two spots on the bench right. that we were talking about last week. Yeah, anything, anything I, to add, guys? Uh, I was just gonna say that, like, I think this ties into what we were talking about earlier. Is that like, would we rather have Mike Ford or Jay Bruce right now? And yep. if mm-hmm. Voight would have waited a week to get his surgery, or if it would have if he would have said I can muscle it out or whatever, which he might've been able to do because it was only a partial tear, we would have been sitting with Mike Ford as the starting first baseman. Yeah. Or as the backup to DJ and DJ would be the starting first baseman. I think this kind of just, I'd rather have Jay Bruce there. And the Wade Talkman thing, I think we all knew Wade was going to make it. And then Talkman was kind of like the toss up, but he was, he was swinging the bat real well. And I think that, they were, Cashman said that they were looking for trade offers and just they didn't get they didn't get what they wanted to see. Yeah, yeah, I think if if you look at you know the the <clears throat> it 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 it's kind of um, kind of kind of surprising from the standpoint of they brought these guys in to compete with Talkman and compete with Wade for those roster spots, and yet they were almost like they were locks anyway. They were just maybe trying to make them maybe exert get get better get better or be better in one way or another. Um, the, the difference between Voight's, back to Voight's, for the difference between Voight with a knee injury this year versus Voight with a foot injury last year is you you pivot. When you're swinging, you're pivoting with your knees. Uh, you know, you, yeah. You've got a lot of stress going on your knees there. So they weren't going to be able to, uh, in, in some ways, I don't think he was going to be able to work his way through it or play his way through it in this case. Um, you know, the foot was, foot was a different story. And of course, he led the league in home runs last year, but but uh, Talkman, Talkman is a lock. The way Cashman described it as a lock for the for the team and stuff. Uh, that that absolutely meant they were carrying. They were going to be at least carrying five outfielders, um, yeah. which uh, again is kind of surprising considering your DH is also an outfielder for me. But yeah, I mean, I, I can kind of see where Cashman is coming from when he views Talkman as like it's like yeah, we don't want to. Like last year was a sixty-game season, and Talkman was not good. He was playing hurt last yeah. year. So, yeah. and then considering what he did in twenty nineteen, where he was up, literally up there with Mike Trout, yeah, <laughs> as yeah. far as production for a couple <clears throat> of months there, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. But like, you can't. Um, I I don't blame anyone in the Yankees front office for being like, yeah, yeah, let's, let's see this through. Cause if, if you can get that, if you can get anywhere close to that for some point in this season, uh, I mean, it's well worth having him on the roster. Yeah. I mean, we talked yesterday about like, just, I don't know, potential trades we could see in this later in the season. And I was like, yeah, I don't really see, I, I see it taking a lot to get, it has to be something really good to get Talkman, like to be in a trade for this team. Because uh, yeah. if he plays the way he is, he played in 2019. He potentially takes over that left field starting spot. I mean, as as yeah. much as I love Clint Frazier and Guardy, but like, mm-hmm. it, but if he's playing that way, he he's got to be the starting left fielder for me. Um, yeah, and they also- might have. They might have even talked about, you know, they might be telling Talkman, look, stand by one more year. This is probably Gardy Swan song. And yeah. and if it's Gardy Swan song, Talkman automatically becomes that fourth outfielder with, you know, uh, all three of the starting outfielders all have been on 
uh, on the injured list in the DL for time and time and time again over the last few years. So, um, you know, it, it's critical to have that fourth, um, but now they have the fifth and, and maybe, yeah, like I said, maybe, maybe those guys are saying, bide your time, stand by. Yeah. Yeah. And um, moving on to my next bit of news is kind of expected uh, with the starting rotation. Uh, we kind of discussed like, oh, the starting five is kind of pretty much set in stone to be Cole, Tyone, Kluber, Montgomery, and then Her Domingo Herman. And um, yep. Davey Garcia got optioned to the, uh, the alternate site uh, yep. a couple of days ago. So that pretty much confirmed that that, that is going to the, be the uh, five people in the rotation. The Yankees are doing some interesting stuff as far as the rotation leading up to, uh, I mean, at the start of the yeah. season. Um, Cole's going to pitch twice before Tyone even makes his debut. So uh, maybe we can talk about that a little bit later. But um, uh, I know we haven't put that in our notes, but uh, yeah. I think that is something worth talking about. Um, but going into the season, I'm optimistic about cautiously optimistic about this rotation. Mm -hmm. uh, Domingo Herman had a really good spring and pretty much everyone did uh, besides like Corey Kluber's a little bit shaky uh, location at some point sometimes, but you know, these are the, this, these next couple of weeks we'll find out a lot. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think the spring, you know, spring training stats count for nothing. Right. But when you look at that starting staff and they're, and their ERA, I think it was just a, a shade above two, two and a half. It might have been around there. They were for the longest time they were under two, and then they had those two big games at the end of the season where they gave up a lot of stuff. But I think the interesting fact is, as you said, Herman Herman made the team, uh, but he's not the fifth starter according to the way the rotation set up. He's going to be the third, and and so it's going to be Cole Kluber, Herman, and then Montgomery. And so, um, and, and then back to Cole again, right? So, um, <clears throat> before, so I, I think it's, I think it's interesting that he, you know, Herman surprised the entire staff, you know, Aaron Boone says it time and time again with, they really thought he was going to have to battle a Colson rust off and he, he hasn't had to do that at all. So insert him with the style that he had in 2019, it should be, you know, they truly do have some power packed, uh, rotation right now and um and, and that's that's going to allow them to to do some things we're going to talk about later in terms of uh you know bringing on the guys who have had arm injuries and let them get let them get acclimated a little more so it's, it's exciting i feel for davy but he'll be he'll be back yeah i think i definitely don't think i definitely think davy is going to pitch this year he might even pitch in the month of april like i'm pretty sure that when it starts going into full swing, Kluber, Tyone might get like a couple, two rest starts and Davey will just fit right in there. They'll just get like two games off, maybe back to back. And so Davey gets four straight weeks of starting and he gets like a month. Uh, Davey's going to pitch. I, I'm 100% sure he's going to get a couple innings this year, at least... I could say at least six starts for him easily this season. And like, I feel like that's even aiming low. So I think there's definitely a good chance of him coming in. I know this podcast really loves him. So I definitely think we're, we're eventually going to see him and we're going to be excited for that. Yeah. You, you will definitely see Davey this year, especially when the Yankees have mentioned six man rotation every once in a while, but like in media, uh, media opportunities. And uh, just to clarify the Yankees rotation the first time through uh, the first couple games, it's Cole game one, Corey Kluber game two, Saturday, Domingo Herman Sunday. And that's all the blue, that's all the Blue Jays games, the first series. And I believe the second series is against the Orioles. Yes. And uh, that it'll be Jordan Montgomery, Garrett Cole again, and then Jamison Tyone. And then the Yankees have an off day again, and then they go to Tampa, I believe. So 
we will see what they do after that. But uh, the off days at the beginning of the season always present some opportunities to be creative with the the rotation at the beginning of the season. And uh, clearly, with Tyone's injury history, they are being mindful. <laughs> so yes, they are. So yeah. I definitely think that that was a smart way to play it. I know mm-hmm. that you said that we're going to get into it earlier, but I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of a good idea in where Cole will pitch every five days and then they just give the rest and the six man rotation around Cole. And I think that's, that's kind of just smart. Yeah. And I feel like we kind of talked about it a little mm-hmm. last week, which was kind of good. Yeah, we were right on. We were right on. Yeah. Cole's going to, they won't skip Cole in, in the rotation. Yeah. But everybody else will be skipped around yeah. him, which is smart because he's the only person that's pitched a full season in the last mm. two seasons. So, See, message to Jay Hap it wasn't just you <laughs> that their skipping starts for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. But um, uh, next bit of news there was uh, Yankees Twitter was going a little bit haywire the other day. With the the last spring training game, Judge was sitting out, and he hadn't played since either Thursday or Friday, and there were the fans were really worried. They're like, "Oh, it's, and um, Boone's press con- conference got delayed." Cat and yeah. Cat, they were like, "Oh, Cashman's <laughs> going to do the press conference now, and it's not even going to happen till after the game." So like, "Oh, is Judge hurt?" Or it was like, "Oh, is this going to be a Judge extension? Is he going to be announced to be the captain?" It was just, it was crazy. Like, <laughs> amazing any, how our minds can run. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Any speculation around Aaron Judge will lead Yankees Twitter to be just in a nervous ball of energy for the whole day. And, um, which makes sense. And basically, until Aaron Boone talked on um, the Yes Network during the game. And Meredith asked him, like, yeah, Yankees Twitter is freaking out right now. Can you tell them what's going on with Aaron Judge? And he was basically dealing with allergies. He was um, feeling under the weather and going through the COVID protocols. So that's why he didn't play. And he the day before, they said it was a planned off day anyway. And uh, he, he did take batting practice that day. So it was nice to hear. Uh, so some people didn't even believe it because they were like, "Oh, they're just gonna—they're just saving the bad news for the for when the Cashman press conference happens." But uh, I, but yeah, it would, it I, would I was a little the, nervous for a while. Yeah. But <laughs> it would be the perfect—it would be the perfect thing for Judge to do if he gets on his social media accounts, you know, like just as the season starting, saying, "Did you miss me?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I. I think I think we're just wary of injuries as Yankee fans because like even like the Luke Voigt thing we didn't hear about it and I think it was Brian Hope who was like tweeting like Luke Voigt hasn't played in three straight games hmm. what's yeah. going hmm. on and yeah, then like yeah. the next day they were like he had surgery on his meniscus for a partial yeah. tear and we're just like <laughs> okay that would have been cool to know but like again like maybe that was just their way of figuring out the Jay Bruce thing. Mm-hmm. But I think we're just cautious fans because we've gone through a lot of IL stents. Well, yeah, I think I think the Jay Bruce thing kind of forced the Yankees' hand to figure out what was going on with Voight faster. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't blame. I honestly don't blame Yankees fans for being nervous because we've had injuries with Judge happen before that have just gone months. <laughs> Yeah, at a time for like, and we and don't even know about it. Like the, uh, like the broken like, rib. Oh, yeah, yeah, the the broken <laughs> rib that went a full off season. <laughs> what do you mean and I then, got a broken rib? Yeah, and, and I, a collapsed yeah. lung while you're at it yeah. too. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then the last season when he's like, oh, oh, he's he's fine. He's going to return, and he plays against Atlanta, and then he leaves the game. The first game he's back. And it's the same. It's just re-aggravated. So, right. um, yeah, I, I have it's no. Been a lot. I don't. <laughs> I don't blame Yankees fans for being nervous. We've been ravaged by injuries the past two years, uh, especially to our star players in yeah. Judge and Stanton. But um, moving on to some lower level news, uh, wrapping up the segment. Um, 
I'm not wrapping up the segment because I have a couple of things after this, but uh, <laughs> Chirinos and uh, Dietrich, uh, they were also they were brought back. Uh, yeah, it was it was seen as a if like it seemed to be like that they would opt out. But uh, Chirinos is going to rehab at the alternate site, and Derek Dietrich Dietrich is going to also go to the alternate site. Uh, yeah. Yuli, Yuli Shasin had an opt out, and he is not going to the alternate site as of now. Right, he is, he is out seeking other options, and I bet if he doesn't find a better option, he will probably go to the alternate site with the Yankees. But uh, we we will see about that. Um, I think Chirinos was yeah. was, uh, was, a, was almost a given that he was going to, you know, he was in the yeah. middle of rehab. It was almost a given that he was going to go to the alternate site and stay with the Yankees and stuff. Mm-hmm. Dietrich, Dietrich, I understand, did opt out and did try, did, did find out yeah. that there was no want for him uh, from, from the rest of the major leagues and stuff. And then he kind of said, okay, I'll come take the alternate site gig. Yeah. So, yeah. It was actually, it was like they re-signed him. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Like that's actually what happened. So <clears throat> Yeah. So I, I like, think, uh, go, go ahead. I, I feel like those just make sense. Like, yeah. it made yeah. Chirinos was injured, so he really wasn't going to be able to find another option. Dietrich had a pretty bad spring training. He probably wasn't going to find another option. And I feel like Chachin, it doesn't matter if he comes back because Devi, Herman, King, Schmidt will eventually be back. He's not as necessary as an arm for us right now. Yeah. So he's like oh big insurance down the line. Re- really quickly regarding Clark Schmidt, he was added to the sixty day IL, so he's right. going to be out a little bit. A, a I think while. they yeah they did that. I think they did that when they were bringing Bruce onto the forty uh, man yeah. roster. Yeah. So. Um. So moving on, Clint Frazier had a little bit of scare. There were. They yeah, were on Sunday. Yeah, on on Sunday, they, I I believe there was a there was a there lot of more scares with injuries because Clint Frazier slid into a uh, a base. I third base wasn't able to third base wasn't able to watch that game, but I I know he like he hurt his leg. I believe he left the game eventually. I don't know. I think he stayed in the game. Talkman fouled. Talkman left the game Talkman when he saw. fouled. Yeah. He fouled the ball off his leg. So, uh, but <clears throat> Frazier, Frazier, after the game, I think it was a tweet. He said he came out and just said, "It's just a boo boo." So, yeah. <laughs> so he kind of made light of the situation. Um, yeah, Aaron, good. Yeah, Aaron Judge basically. I mean, Aaron uh, uh, Boone basically said in his press conference, he ripped his sliding shorts. So yeah, <laughs> got a yeah. raspberry on his thigh right now. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, not nothing. Like they not, were scary. <laughs> yeah, not. Now, Talkman's on the other hand, you know, uh, foul. I guess he fouled it off his foot, and um, yeah, he, he toughed out the at bat. Did he? I think he went out to the outfield again for another for another half an inning, and then sat. Then 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 called it quits. Yeah, he tried. Um, he tried to stay yeah. in the game, but yeah. So <sighs> we're now wrapping up the. The news is uh, Kyle Holder, the former first-round draft pick put by the Yankees, I, I think. Uh, he was returned to the Yankees from the Reds, who selected him in the Rule 5 draft. So um, Rule 5 draft is kind of complicated, but basically I wouldn't read too much into this because the Yankees didn't choose to protect him from the, the Rule yeah. 5 draft at all. Yeah. So – they they kind of were like playing they they uh not not sure how highly they think of Kyle Holder. <laughs> I think they uh, my understanding and you know in the Rule Five stuff is that they they can't protect everybody. Uh, there's only so many players that they can actually they can actually uh, target and earmark for protection. And when you look at their when you look at their minors, they really you, you can make a starting lineup almost out of out of everybody who's going to be at the alternate site. And, um, and, and so now whether Holder's that guy or not, Holder is basically the, the word, the word on him is his defense is, is stellar. We think if we think, you know, Wade's a good shortstop and, and of course, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, but apparently Holder is, you know, even better, um, at that. 
Um, the question was, was is, is his back going to be good enough? But, you know, he's six years into the minor leagues now, right? He was a 2015 draft pick. So yeah. the question the question becomes, you know, he's he's got to be getting to the point now where he's going to be playing triple A or or uh, or moving on. So Yeah. Um, for the Yankees, I just pulled up his baseball reference page and he only made it up to double A. Yeah. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And then he played, I believe, one season in the majors. Yeah. Last so- season, he. Oh, no. Only spring training. Mm-hmm. Some some people were thinking he would make the Reds this year, so it, oh, it was okay. a little bit of surprise for some people. But I I was not paying yeah. attention to what Kyle Holder was doing. Yeah, up until well, and, now. and that's the rule. That's the rule five. If yeah. if they take him in rule five, he's got to make the major league roster. Otherwise, they have yeah. to return him. So. Yep. And I think maybe maybe he's if Tyler Wade can't find his bat and Holder is. That is, I don't know. He's hitting real well in the alternate side, or he's in Triple A when Triple A starts up again, and he's hitting well to see if maybe he is a switch out for Wade because Wade has an option, I believe. So maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe down the line if there's injuries or something like that happens, yeah. And then there's Tyro Estrada too. So yeah, got and he he was hitting the ball real well at the end of spring training. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff they can do. Yeah. All right. So oh, yeah, Ryan. No, I, I just no. That's it for the news section. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna go into kind of. A quick segment about uh, predictions before tomorrow of kind of what the season is going to be. And we kind of have three websites up here, ESPN, Bleach Report. And I can never say this, Ryan. What is it? Pecato? Pecato. I think Brian has started to figure out that I'm horrible with names and pronunciations. So I did tell you, I did tell you last week after we were done recording, I'm going to come up with a bingo card for you, and, but, but it's yeah. going to take a few more episodes, Jose. It's going to take a few more episodes before I get it. It'll, it'll eventually come around. <laughs> you're fine. But, you're fine. So uh, ESPN power ranking has us ranked two and We're two overall behind the Dodgers, and we have 98 wins. Bleach Report has us ranked third, surprisingly behind the Dodgers, which makes sense. And the Padres, that was a big surprise to me. And then Pecato, whatever it is, had us with 97 wins, I believe. Yeah, 97 Mm -hmm. wins. So I feel like those are all pretty well placed for right now the only big surprise is the padres with bleacher report being ranked behind them that's Mm -hmm. my big surprise there i definitely didn't think we would be ranked behind the padres i think brian should definitely start us off with that as he is the one in san diego yeah you know i'm excited about the padres this year uh, I always have cautious optimism because the Dodgers seem to have their number. And uh, but last year in the shortened season, Padres made a big statement with those guys, and, and they almost they almost pulled it off. But yeah, that that'll be good. I got a feeling. Back to the Yankees. I got a feeling if if our pitching staff can stay tight, stay strong, and stay intact, a hundred is not is not inconceivable at all. Oh yeah, no. yeah. And and I think it's really all going to be based on our pitching staff, much more so than our bats. Mm-hmm. I I totally agree with that. I think something that was funny that I was thinking about the other day, I was washing dish, I was washing the dishes, and I was listening to Talking Yanks, and they were talking about the starting rotation rotation, and that they had questions about the bullpen, and I thought it was kind of funny in the sense of that, like a couple years ago, the bullpen was our strength, and the starting rotation was kind of our weakness. And I feel like it's kind of flipped a little bit. If our starting rotation stays healthy, our ro- our bullpen is kind of a little, is the weaker of the two pitching units. So I think it's kind of 
interesting how that's kind of played out. But I definitely think that 100 wins is definitely in line for us. I think we can definitely win the American League East division. I think that's... I think we should have that in the bag. I think even if they're going to mess around with rest days and six-man rotations and giving and skipping starts, I I still think that we're we're in good shape because we do have depth. Yeah, I um going back to how it'll depend on the health of our starting rotation this year. Like, yeah, uh, just look at how the Yankees lineup still looks like one of the best lineups in baseball, even after the Luke Voigt injury. Like it, yeah. it this, the lineup is, is stacked. <laughs> so as long as there isn't an epidemic of injuries again, with yes. the lineup, then they, they will be able to withstand and score runs. And like, I'm not too worried about that, but um, yeah, I, 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 my mindset is, uh, I am pretty confident in Jordan Montgomery, and I'm actually pretty confident in Herman. I think he has his head on straight. I think he has shown that in uh, the, the past couple of weeks, and I also believe in guys like Davey coming up. Um, but just give me – just one out of the two of Kluber or Tyone – if just one of those works out, then the, the, the Yankees rotation is, is in a really good place uh, for this yeah. season. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, you can't really expect everything to go perfectly, of course. So that's why I'm saying like, yeah, just get, give me like one of those two guys. Cause they are, there, there are concerns with that, but um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the rotation stays healthy and these guys per- perform up to like any, anything close to like just decent after we have Garrett Cole, then that like we're, we're, the Yankees will be, f- be able to win a ton of games this year. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, I think if, go ahead. Jose. I was just going to say like a quick point and then Brian, you can go is just Sevy's going to come back. Yeah. Like yeah. mid season. So now we got like seven top tier starters that I could all feel comfortable. Maybe except for Kluber, depending on how his season goes in a playoffs in a playoff game. So I feel very confident. I feel like I know we kind of just met, but for the last couple of seasons, maybe except for last season, there was always hype around the Yankees that we were going to go to the World Series and I was never fully bought in. But last season I was bought in, and I think I'm even more bought in this season. As like I'm full in, this is the year where we get a parade, and I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. You go all the way to the, through the playoffs <laughs> onto Broadway. You're set. I, 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 I. Back to your point, uh, Ryan, about the lineup. You know, you look at the entire lineup. There's, there's. There, you're, you're right. There is no hole. They're all patient at bat. They're going to be they're going to be running up pitch counts on every pitch every opposing pitcher. Um, you know, you got to you, you work your way down. You, you hope you hope and pray that um, that that uh, <clears throat> you know the 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 folks in the lower half of the lineup, the, the lower third of the lineup, um, you know, contribute on a day to day basis. Okay, and and that that they can they can make everything happen as well. But, you know, with, uh, with Clint Frazier and, and with, um, you know, the, the other guys we've got down there, I think it's just awesome that, that there, there's, there's no breathing room for anybody. And with pitchers, starting pitchers only wanting to go, you know, with managers wanting to only let starting pitchers go twice around the lineup, you know, and stuff, you're, you're into some, you, you got to have deep bullpens. And if, if you think about the rest of the, uh, the, the AL East, um, you know, you always have the Rays. Rays always have pitching. Okay. Um, you look at the you look at the pitching staff for the the Toronto Blue Jays, who are the next the next challenger, the next threat. Um, you know, we they've got some guys we've seen before, um, and they've got you know, but but they're also I think they they also have a lot of suspect relief pitching. Their their, their starters got better but their, their, their relief pitching could be suspect. So I think once we get past the starters in our division, 
you know, we have a chance to really do damage. Yeah. And I, I'm just, I definitely see it as a clear path. And I think even if the Yankees do funny business with rest days, I think every starting lineup that they're going to put out there, I, I'm going to feel kind of confident about, especially if Stanton and Judge are staying healthy and Gary Sanchez isn't slumping. And then I, I'm very confident. And I feel like I could say this for the first time in a while going into the season that I'm expecting big things. I think. Ryan, you're you're our statistician. How many times last year in the 60 game schedule did we actually have this starting lineup in play and (laughs) just replace them with Voight? I don't don't know. know. Probably probably only like that, that point where. Probably like I don't know seven or eight games from that stretch where we had were like eight and one, but even then DJ had COVID and we were we were right. starting Tyler Wade, so probably in the single digits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because then Torres was in and out with some stuff. Gary Sanchez was slumping. Stanton yeah. Judge just couldn't get healthy, and Luke Voigt was battling through injury the whole season. So like, yeah. Clint was yep. in and out. Well, Clint was. A mainstay for the most part. More in than out, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. DJ was more in than out, but he was in and out too. It was just a lot. And I think this Mm -hmm. season I'm ready for more stability in like the later months. Mm -hmm. Like August and September, I would like to feel safe and not scared all the time. (laughs) Yeah. I think think we're going to get into kind of like our best and worst case scenarios with some over unders. And I think that's what we should go into right now with kind of let's go straight into our number two, actually with judge and Stanton's over under of 210 games played combined and 70 home runs. How do you guys feel about that? Okay. So 210. I think I'm leaning towards over because that, I, I don't know, both of those could play, both players could play like 105 and hit that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm thinking we'll get like maybe 130 from one of them and then one, around 100 from another, maybe. Uh, this is, I, I, I'm not going to be a Debbie Downer with, like speculating about injuries because you know I, I'm a Yankee fan, so yeah. And um, if the if I if I think they're gonna be healthy enough, I think they're gonna hit the over for the home runs too because that's a thirty five that's thirty five each combined, and they're more than capable of hitting forty if yeah. they're healthy for long enough. Yeah, I I think uh, you know I love I love Stanton's interviews the last couple of days before they came back from Florida where he said he was. Very happy with his off-season program, his prep program, his pregame program, uh, and stuff. And I think if if he and Judge both are more limber, more flexible, more uh, you know, and Stanton, I mean Stanton, he hit what 370 in the spring again, spring stats. But um, but you know, the fact that he's the fact that he's hitting the ball to all fields is a beautiful thing for me to watch right now because that means he really is looking really good. Um, but I, on the over under in the games, I, I got to go over. I'm not, I'm an eternal optimist myself and, uh, I got to go over on that. The home runs, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that I'm going to stay over on that too, Ryan. I think the, the, the only concern I have is the fact that MLB has already come out and said they've deadened the ball. Um, yeah. but, but, but that's the only, that would be the only concern I've got. But the, if the big boys are in the lineup every day, uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I definitely, I think if you want to look on the really optimistic side of this, I'm thinking they're playing 270 games where they're both like 130 range. And that's kind of where I want to see them. And if they're playing 130 games, I could easily see them both in like the 40 home runs range. And then we're at like 80. And I think it would be really cool to see them in a home run battle late. Like mm-hmm. that would just be fun to watch where they're like 
competing with each other in the last like two weeks to see who can win the home run title. And like, they're having like this friendly rivalry on the bench and they're making jokes about it. And I think that's, that'll be really fun. And then Gardner will hit one and be like, Hey, look at me. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've so, been dreaming about that ever since we got Stanton. And we really just, have. Yeah, we haven't seen I think, it yet. <laughs> I think I think we could really see that, and that if they're both healthy and they're playing 130 games, I could see them both in the top five of home runs yeah. in the American League easily. Um, to go into kind of Cole. Uh, on our list we have an over under for him to win the Cy Young and 200 innings. Do you guys think those goes hand in hand? Like if he play, if he gets 200 innings, do you think he's going to get the Cy Young or is I it think a two, Yeah, I think 200 innings is a lock for Cole. I mean, barring injury, yeah. he's, you know, you, he's going to get 30 starts. Okay. So 30 starts with a minimum of six innings on average, that's 180 right there. And he's going to, he's going to go a little higher. He's going to give, you know, Aaron Boone, the evil eye from the dugout, if he's having a really good game and, and, uh, and, and Aaron's thinking about, you know, getting somebody up in the bullpen or something like that. So I think, I think 200 innings for him is a lock. The Cy Young, you know, he's, he's going to be up against a lot of guys, a lot of, you know, and stuff. And I think that's, you know, I think he can control it. And uh, he certainly, he certainly looked like he was dominating uh, through the spring season with the exception of one. Uh, one start, I think, but uh, you know, I, I I I reserve judgment on the Cy Young. Now, if you tell me he's going to get twenty wins, I'll say that's I, I would I would go twenty wins. Yeah, definitely on that one. So I'm going to go. I, I'm going to go over with the innings as well. I mean, it's shown by what the Yankees are doing with their rotation at the start of the season. They're pitching him on regular rest and literally everyone else is getting, getting extra rest. So um, yeah, I'm going to go over with the innings and I I think it's, I'm probably going to lean towards no on the Cy Young, but I do not, I don't really care. (laughs) Like I I know he's going to be like a top five pitcher this year, but I mean like just be, be Garrett Cole and be pitch your innings and be healthy for the playoffs. And that's all I need. Like I, I, I yeah. couldn't, I really couldn't care less about the Cy Young. Like it would be nice yeah. and it would be awesome to see, but there's other guys like last year's winner, Shane Bieber out there. And I mean, there's, there's a lot of talented guys out there that it's just hard to say like, Oh yeah, he's going to win the Cy Young confidently. So uh, yeah, I'm going to say no on Cy Young, but over 200 innings. I think I'm going to say no to both. I actually feel like he might not. I feel like he's going to get to 190, but I don't know if he's going to get to 200. I just feel like there's going to be like kind of what you said, Ryan, that it's more important to have him ready for the postseason. And I wonder if July and August maybe he doesn't skip starts but he pushes the start back so instead of him getting like 33 to 35 starts now he's sitting at 30 and 32 and I think that does lower his innings and maybe when we're going into September and the Yankees are closing on like 99 wins and you know they're gonna win the division and you know it's looking good I wonder if they start saying okay Cole you get five innings today. Every five days, you get five innings so that you stay ready, but that when it comes to the postseason, you still got the gas and you're ready to go. I wonder if they try to manage him like that. Also in the sense of that he's kind of locked up long-term and they're going to want him to stay this good for the next three years at least. So I wonder if that factors in to 200 innings and he goes 180 190 and i think and then yeah ryan the the cyan doesn't matter for me it'd be cool but there's a lot of good pitchers who are going to be run out every day who are get every five days who are going to get 
seven innings, eight innings, and I don't know if Cole is going to be doing that. I think they might be a little more cautious. So, so your your explanation, Jose, brings me, uh, you know, me being the older guy in the crowd here, Mike Messina. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember. Um, the, the Mike Messina was pitching a really good game, got into a little bit of trouble and stuff. And I mean, it's it's one of the best. It's one of the best short, you know, short goes out there in social media where Joe Torrey goes to the top step of the dugout. And you see, and it just looks at him and goes, you stay there. You know, I, 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 and, and, and Torrey goes, oh, oh, okay, my bad. I steps down back into the dugout. He goes, and, uh, and there is a, that kind of a, there's that kind of an attitude, that kind of a, a yeah. good trait. Yeah. In Garrett in Garrett Cole. And that's why I believe I believe Garrett Cole is a gamer. Garrett Cole is going to be looking to Garrett Cole's going to be if I'm in a groove, you're not coming to take me out. And, no, yeah. Yeah. I, I was I, about I, to bring that up, the Mike Machine. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I want to see that once this year. From yeah. I, I definitely think we will. I definitely think we will. I just wonder if they're going to – I know he wants to pitch every five days. I wonder if they talk him into maybe trying to rest him up for the postseason and to extend his career. I don't know how well it's going to go. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think that Cashman and, and Boone are definitely going to try to convince him more to do that this season, especially with the so- shortened season – the short and last season. So I think that kind of all factors into it. I think that moment is going to happen in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to be in like game five of the ALDS or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Boone's going to get to the top step and there's going to be Mian on second and like first, and there's going to be like one or two outs and Cole's just going to send them right back. Like similar how like they pulled Devi out early last season. I I think Cole is not going to let that happen. He's going to want to pitch every last inning. But yeah. I don't know. I'm. I think I'm just leaning on the safe side with the Cole stuff. Yeah. As a projection for next season and the season after that, and they're going to want to keep him a little more protected. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how they're going to get away with trying to manage Cole. Cole's going to manage them. I just you know, <laughs> yeah. and. and and I just think that's that's why they got him. They got him. They got yeah. him to be that stabilizing force all the way through. And he'll he'll be honest enough to tell him. I, I believe I believe the difference. He'll be honest enough to tell him when he he goes, "Hey, this is it. Get me out now." Um, but he's he's such a battler, you know. I mean, yeah, uh, he gives up the home run once in a while because he's a battler, and he's like, you know, okay, you just missed that last one. Try this one, and, you know. <laughs> And and um, that's just uh, it's just the way he is. So, but you know we're arguing about the fact whether he gets 35 or 30 starts and and, and stuff. I think you know the good news is he's a stabilizing force, and uh, I, I look forward to it. Yeah, I he's he's the mainstay of this rotation, and he's gonna carry it to. He's gonna lead the rotation. He'll take the yeah. rotation as. The rotation will go as far as he takes it. Yep. That's and he's that's basically it. the pitching coach too. So yeah, <laughs> he does it all. He's the yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. And so we yeah. got we got a couple more over unders that we kind of want to go through. I want to save the Jay Bruce one for last, mm-hmm. but I definitely think we should go into Gary Sanchez home runs, DJ's batting average, and Clint Frazier's home runs. So here, I believe, Ryan, you wrote this in to the notes? Yeah, the Gary Sanchez one, 25 over or under. Uh, I wrote that because I about a month ago, I wrote an article about how I believe Gary Sanchez has a big potential to bounce back, and it's literally mm-hmm. just about – fixing the timing with his swing and making more contact than he did last year, because when he makes contact, it goes a far, it goes a long way. Right. Um, yeah. We talked about the deadening of the ball. I worry about the deadening of the ball more with guys like DJ who like 
who hits a lot of short porch home runs, but um, right. guys like Gary judge and Stanton, when they hit them, like they're, they're just, they're gone. It doesn't like makes no difference to me, whether it's going to be like oh, four, six, 460 <laughs> feet or 430 feet. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The outfielder <laughs> isn't going to try to run for it. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what they hit. Yeah. So I, I'm going to hit the over on this one in 2019, which is viewed by viewed as a bad year for some people, as far as Gary, um, he played like a hundred games and he hit 34 home runs. So I am going to hit the over on that. Yeah. I, I kind of agree with you on that, that I think if he's, it seems like he's figured out, how to play defense behind the plate or at least kind of figure out how to be like an average defender behind the plate and just be solid and not make the weird mistakes that he's kind of been doing. I think if he's doing that and he's hitting and he's staying, he's a mainstay in the lineup. I think he'll get over 25 home runs. I think he's, he's got the power where he can just demolish the ball 400 feet at any time that he wants to and it's kind of a hitter's park at yankee stadium so he'll be able to find his way into some home runs i think the uh i think 25 home runs is probably realistic um 200 uh, 250 batting average is optimistic and um and I think he'll he'll uh, he'll go two for one on uh, actually almost three for one on strikeouts versus home runs. So yeah, I mean he, he he's still is showing vulnerability in my mind. He's still showing vulnerability to that high strike. Yeah. His yeah. he's still get he's still gonna have a good amount of strikeouts because he's yeah. that's always been there. Uh, the difference in his good years was he still struck out a good amount. They were in like the mid twenty five percent of like a, a, of is that bats? But um, last year it was like thirty six percent. So if he can get that back into like the twenty, that that twenty six to twenty eight range, eight percent range, then uh, I I think you'll see a a big jump in what his numbers are gonna be. Um, batting average, yeah. Uh, give me twenty nineteen. You hit two thirty in twenty nineteen, but you gave me <laughs> yeah. the power. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't need him hitting two fifty. I need him hitting yeah. like, if he's hitting two forty, I'm, I'm singing. I'm happy. If he's hitting yeah. two forty and has thirty home runs at the end of the season, I'm very happy about this Gary Sanchez season. I just need Got it to not be last season. That's <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. I I can't do that. And then for kind of the DJ Lemayhu. You put it at 310. I kind of. It's automatic. I feel like he's going to get 310. I feel like 310 yeah. isn't going to be that crazy for him. For me. I think the, the question is can he go back to back on batting titles? Yeah. That'll yeah. be interesting. Yeah. I would guess we're all going over here. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, gonna... You know, I, I, I put it there just as like a realization, like, some Yankee fans would be like, "Oh, he's hitting. He's only hitting three ten. Like if he hit yeah. three three ten on the dot, like that's, that's still really it. good. That's yeah, a great yeah, yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I, I'm not like obviously batting average has like had a um had a uh, I don't know. It, it's not seen as important as it used to be, which like no, I, I fully understand." But like when someone hits over 300, it's still no notable, you know, like, like you can still look at a really good batting average, like DJ has had the last two years and be like, okay, that's all I need to see a good player. Like I know batting average doesn't tell everything. It doesn't account for walks. It doesn't, it treats singles the same as home runs, but yeah, you know, DJ is a person where, like, he's if he is having his best year, he's going to have like a 330 batting average. So. Well, and my fear was, my fear was you were worried. You were worried, Ryan, when you put it at 310, you were worried because, you know, he slumped in the spring training to only a 216. 
I do not care. <laughs> I do not care. I mean, look. Okay, look at his uh, 2019 spring training stats. I don't know them off the top of my head, but he did not have a good spring training that year. And yeah, 2019. You said. Yeah, 2019 spring training. 205. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't. Spring spring training does not matter yeah. for him. He, he still <laughs> looks, he still automatic. looks the same. Yeah. Yeah. He's he going to be automatic. And I think that's I, – I just can't wait to see how the top four of our lineup just goes in. Like tomorrow, I'm just ready for DJ single, judge, home run, Aaron Hicks, Hicks, Hicks walk. walk. Yeah. Aaron Hicks walk, Stanton home run. And I'm just sitting yeah. in yeah. my house just cheering and yelling as loud as possible. That's, that's what I'm ready for. But I digress, yeah. and we move on to Clint Frazier's 20 home runs. I feel like that's pretty realistic. Let me pull up his yeah. stats real quick. But I feel like he's played 162, right? Yeah, he's played 162 exactly. over like five exactly. years. <laughs> yeah, and I think he's hit 20 home runs. Yeah, I think he's a better hitter now. Yeah. He's hit 24. I feel that he's just he's gotten so much better as a hitter and his bat speed is like pretty crazy. Yep. And I think he just he's gonna find a way to power balls to left field and he, he's gonna be able to do it. I just I'm excited to see his season. I think if he's if he's getting what, one forty starts, I think two hundred twenty home runs is kinda in the bag for him. I think so too. I think he, you know, uh, when you, when you look at him and you look at him as a hitter and, and, uh, and by the way, cash, I remember cash been saying when they picked him up Cleveland on the trade that, you know, it's his bat speed was just, a, a, you know, one of the most remarkable things about him. Um, so fast. Yeah. So when you, when you, when you look at, and he's going to get the start, he's going to be more relaxed. He's, he's doing something. He is, kind of the closest uh, hitter type to DJ that the Yankees have. I think both of those guys could, he has the potential to hit for average in addition to, uh, to, for power. And and I I just think, I I don't, I, um, I I like, I like the fact that they're moving him into the lineup this year and he's going to be every day. And I think 20 home runs is going to be incidental. I'm, I'm really hoping that, that 20 home runs is followed with a, a whole lot of RBIs at the same time. Yeah. For me, this is like really literally if I had to guess like how much he would have, it would be right around 20. Okay. Cause I do see Talkman and Gardner getting some playing time, but I'm not yeah. sure it, de- it really depends. Like, it's like, okay, I'm going to, I, I see Stanton, like I'm optimistic about Stanton and Judge staying healthy. So yeah, that means less time in right field for Clint when Gardner and Talkman play. Right. So <clears throat> I don't know. I feel, I don't even th- see this as a knock on Clint, but I think I'm leaning under, but like, I, I still think he will be a very good player for us. Like, I, I think he could end up about like with about like 18 and still like have a really good OPS and stuff like that. So um, I don't know. I feel like part of, part of this is me also being trying to be like, let me not just hammer the overs on everything. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I think Clint Frazier will be like the, the main left fielder this year and yeah. even heading into the playoffs. Um, yeah. There's opportunities for guys like for, Talkman, if he resur- he has a resurgence to what 2019 was, but uh, I think I will go under here, but not by much. Yeah, and I think I kind of agree with you in the sense of that if they're playing five games in a week, he's playing, he's starting three, and Gardner and Talkman are getting the other two, and that's that's going to kind of lower his at bats. I think the final one. And then we'll close it out because we're getting a little long here. Is Jay Bruce 10 home runs? I think that's all depending on Voight's injury. 
if White's out two months, then maybe because then that's that's five home runs each oh. month, and it, he has the power to do that. I was just gonna say, if if he gets ten, he better get him done in April and May. So yeah, um, but I think you know, I think I think short porch lefty bat. I can't, you know, I I I think that's that's easily doable. Give yeah, it time. So, something tells me that I think he'll be around, like even after Voight comes back for a little bit. So I think he could he he could get that ten home runs. Uh, so I'll I'll go over here. Yeah, and I forgot our last one, which was Kluber and Tyone, uh, over under 140 innings. I want to be optimistic and say yes, but some part of me feels that one of them will stay healthy all see well for more than half of the season, and the one might struggle and. <clears throat> might have a 60-day IL stent, and I think that's kind of where I am, and it's kind of... I don't think both of them make it the whole season. I think yeah. there's a weird thing with them. I think yes. they're going to make it. I think I think they're going to be in the, in the rotation. I just think Kluber is... I, I, here, here I am. You know, hope springs eternal. Here we are, all the optimists, right? <laughs> um, but... <laughs> But uh, I, I think uh, you know Kluber is is going to have a solid year, and he's he's not you know to you know Ryan you mentioned me before he's not, he's not coming off a of Tommy John he's coming off another in, in injury so you know I think he's got a chance to to uh, to get in there and just collect innings all year long. Tyone yes they're going to baby him and they're going to bring him around and stuff but I think as they bring him through. Um, uh, maybe he doesn't get 140 innings, but Kluber, I think, gets 140. So. I think if Kluber's That's... healthy, they run him out. He's yeah. on a one-year deal. They just throw him out there. I think, Ryan, yeah. you made me really buy into that when you brought that up, I think, last week. And that's like, yep. I'm full on board with that. That's what I'm uh, – that's where I am. I am going over 140 with Kluber and under with Tyone. Um, so – it, so with Kluber, it's the same thing. Like the one-year deal, the Yankees are going to get what they can get out of him. And historically, he's someone who takes a little bit to acclimate to the season as well. So they're going to let him go, uh, just get settled and hopefully uh, performing well mid-season. Um, even if it, even though it might, I, I don't want to say slow start, but if he gets off to a little bit of a slow start, they're going to let him settle in and uh, just get his innings in. Um, and with Tyone, based off of what uh, – I'm not even basing this off injuries, but based off of what they're doing first time through the rotation, uh, I, I think they're going to be cautious with him. And yeah. I, I'm i higher on Tyone's potential with than Kluber as of right now, but I, I don't, I'm not sure about him getting as many innings. So mm. uh, I'll go over Kluber and under with Tyone, 140 innings. I think I think innings for me is kind of interesting because I feel like they might get some gains where they go they're pitching okay but they're on a pitch count and they only get to like three or four innings, maybe mm -hmm. even five. I think for me, my optimistic Yankee fan thinking is I want them both to get over twenty starts. That's they get a combined forty starts or over. Maybe Kluber is getting 25. Tyone is at like over 20. And I think that's, I can definitely live with that. If they go over that, I will be very happy. And they're ready for the postseason. Mm -hmm. I feel Bring like. Bring this season on. Bring this yes. season on. Play ball. Yes. I feel like the title of this should be We Want Postseason Baseball because I feel like. <laughs> Almost every person that we talked about, we were like, we just want them healthy for the postseason. <laughs> and I think that's that's the outlook for this season. But yeah, opening day is tomorrow. I know I'll probably be messaging you guys throughout the game. Uh, I'm very excited. This is going to be a great season. I really hope we win a World Series. Mm -hmm. I imagine you guys feel the same. Yeah, I think but that. Yeah. One of the good things about being the San Diego guys is it's like 
baseball for brunch. <laughs> Those one o'clock games for you are 10 a.m. out here. I can get in, get have three or four, three or four good hours of the day, and then just kind of sit at the kitchen table, stare at the TV, and watch some baseball starting at one o'clock East Coast time. So don't make it don't don't mean to make you jealous. Sorry about that. Yeah, baseball <laughs> for the whole day. That's yeah. that's pretty nice. Yeah. Well, that's let's wrap up this episode. We went this is probably one of our longer ones, but it makes sense with opening day coming up. We're excited. You can listen to us on anywhere that you get your podcasts. We're pretty much on that already. Um, follow the Yankee Nation Twitter account. Check our articles on the New York Nation uh, sports website, New York Sports Nation website. Uh, we're going to be on that. And thank you much for listening.